0: Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. On this episode, we're sitting down on the farm for a conversation with Kenzie Ashcraft of Farm Girl, a rural boutique and general store located in the heart of the Oklahoma Prairie. After years of operating a Main Street brick and mortar, Kenzie's sharing how she's recently transitioned both her brand and her boutique and expanded into the online space. Kenzie's an entrepreneur at heart, and you'll learn a lot from our conversation. And be sure to stay tuned until the end for a special offer on Farm Girl Goods. So here we go with Kenzie Ashcraft. All right, well, we're here today with Kenzie Ashcraft of Farm Girl in Ada, Oklahoma. Kenzie, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Tell us about you. Have you always been a farm girl?
1: I have. Um, Most of my family on both sides comes from a farming and ranching background. Um, We've always had cattle. I rodeoed growing up. Um, We've had horses, and it's just always been our way of life.
0: I love that. And is it true that your husband is your high school sweetheart?
1: He is, yes. We met when we were 17. He actually walked in my back door, and the rest is history.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah,
1: he actually um, was a farmhand for my aunt's farm, um, and they he was friends with my cousin, and so he came down one weekend, and they came by before they were going back home, and they lived in Prague at the time, and uh, yeah, that's how we met. Just walked in my back door. <laughs> if
0: only it were just that easy right, for all yes. Of us. yes.
1: <laughs>
0: well, when did you get the idea to open a boutique?
1: Um, in high school, that was my very first real job. I worked at a boutique on Main Street and um, just kind of had that in the back of my mind that that was something that I wanted to do one day and never thought anything about it. I went to college to actually be an ag business major, Um, and then I went on and did uh, nursing school. And two months later, after I graduated nursing school, I opened a store. So the opportunity just kind of came about, and we talked about it and decided to take the leap and try it out while we had the chance, and so I've been doing that ever since.
0: Here we are. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you ever actually go into nursing?
1: I didn't. Um, I did work for a PA for a couple of months, and then the store just really took off, and I was doing that a couple of days a week and the store at the time, and I just couldn't do both, and so I decided to put that aside.
0: Very cool. So, Farm Girl, that is such a great name. What made you decide on that?
1: Yeah. So, um, of course, you know, our, our family history with farming and ranching and... Um, I was just looking for a name, and at the time I was going through a Bible study, uh, the book of Ruth, and I uh, was talking about how she was gleaning and harvesting in the fields with Boaz, and I just saw qualities in her that I wanted to um, reflect in my store, you know, hardworking, humble, loyal, she was loving, and um, she was like the original farm girl. And so I thought, you know, that would be such a cute little name, and my style, you know, reflects our farming lifestyle and I wanted that to be uh, represented in the products I carried and and so it kind of all fit and yeah that's where it came came from how
0: has your business grown and changed over the years
1: so we kind of did it backwards as far as um how most people do when they start a boutique we started with the brick and mortar um on Main Street in Ada and uh the next year we opened our online store because we had several people that would come visit from out of town and wanted to continue to shop with us but you know they had no way other than facebook to look at our stuff and so we opened our online store and now that's how we do about 80 percent of our business is online yeah so it's about 80 20 and now that we've moved off of main street um we have our new little adventure here now so yeah yeah
0: Tell us more about that.
1: Yeah. So um, around Christmas time, my husband and I were just talking about how things have just kind of changed with brick and mortars and main streets and um, kind of how our business has changed and how busy we are with our online store. And we just felt like seasons were changing as far as in, in our business and in our family. and um my friend Nikki, we actually carried Calson Ranch beef. We carried her beef in our store and we're a pickup location. And so, um, she was building a new market, ranch market, and she was going to have a retail side. And I had kind of talked to her about what she was going to do and she didn't really know. And so at Christmas time, I asked my husband, I said, you know, why don't I ask her and just see, you know, about us moving in there. And so I talked to her and we came out here and looked at the space and kind of prayed about it, and she. Uh, we decided to go for it, and, and, and the rest is history. We've been working on it since January, and we opened last week, and it's been really good. It's been really fun.
0: Yeah. You yeah. said the soft opening was maybe not a soft opening at all. No,
1: it <laughs> felt like a grand opening, and I'm so thankful and excited that people were We're excited for it and to drive out here and it's not that far we're about eight miles from where our store was but um i think they just like the experience of it you know we offer you can get beef ranch raised beef that's right here on the ranch and we've got fresh eggs and produce and you know a little shopping store retail store and you can get a gift and you know we're gonna have an airbnb out here and lots of events and so i think people like something different Something new.
0: Absolutely. So you actually kind of shut everything down for a month or maybe a little longer. Yes,
1: it was about eight weeks and it was the hardest secret to keep. (laughs) So hard. And, you know, we had to shut our online store down too. And I think that kind of worried people because they were like, oh, my goodness, what's happening? You know, but I had to pack my trailer up, and I couldn't go through everything. You know, if people placed an order, that would have been a mess. So I just said, you know, new things are coming, and we revamped our website. And so anyways, we opened that up last week, too, and we've just had a ton of orders. I think we've shipped 130 in the last six days. Wow. Orders, yeah. Wow. And you decided
0: to rebrand all at the same time. Yes,
1: yeah. So – um our, our brand has always, well, in the beginning it was like a farm truck and, you know, everyone started doing that. And so, um, I, we raise registered longhorns and, uh, or me and my girls, that's our little side project. We also have Angus and Charlotte, but the longhorns are our little thing. And we started with one and her name was Rose. And, um, so I'm like, that would be super cute, you know, to make her our logo. And so that was our previous logo. And, um, I wanted just a new look with our new adventure and kind of, you know, fix our packaging and change our color palette. And so um, my friend Talia with um, Wapiti Sage Design, she created a new logo for us and it's it's awesome. So, and actually Rose is hanging above my counter. She passed away last year. And so that's her hanging in the oh, store. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I love your new brand. As someone who is into brands, it's Thank so you. good. Thank yes.
1: you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, you mentioned kind of some of the things that you do on the side, which you actually have a lot of things on the side that are very fun. (laughs) So tell us more about that too. Yeah.
1: So I have my blog and that's kind of like my landing page for everything. Um, and I've been blogging since we've gotten married and kind of just keeping up with our family. It was more just, you know, for family and friends to keep up with us and tell stories and share pictures of the girls. And, and now I try to share, you know, lifestyle content and home design and I'm kind of dabbling in interior design now. And then my husband and my dad run a custom hay operation in the summer. And so I have started a little project called Hayfield Meals, and we're hoping to start, you know, a cookbook with that and just sharing different meal ideas and how to transport on bumpy hayfields and just different ideas for farm and ranch wives, and we can all kind of relate, and it's just a cool community.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I love it. You're an entrepreneur at heart. (laughs) (laughs) What are some of the biggest lessons you've learned in your business journey?
1: I've learned... Just to stay true to who you are, um, people come to you because they like your style and they like who you are and what you represent. And um, I was just talking with a girl in the market a while ago about um, a while ago about you know trends and staying on trend. And I just feel like we're set apart in that way because that's not important to me. Um, I like more of the classic Western timeless look. Um, Of course, you know, some trends are cute, and we will carry some products like that, but I want to be different in that aspect, and I think that's one of the biggest lessons is when I started, I was trying to kind of stay up and keep up with everybody, and I just feel like that's a good way to fail because you're going to get lost in the mix, and it's a really saturated market, especially, um, I feel like, in the boutique industry. We started, I call it the boutique boom, But we started in 2014 and there are so many businesses that got started that year. And I feel like, you know, I'm very grateful and lucky for our our customers for keeping us in business. But I feel like we are because of who we are in our style and and the things that we carry and the products we carry and our branding. And we're relatable, you know, we're we're different and people like that. So,
0: yeah. What role has social media played in helping to build your brand especially with like the digital stuff
1: yeah it's played a huge role um, especially Instagram when we first got started we were um, I was on Instagram too but I didn't post there as much we were mainly on Facebook and we had a huge following and we had a lot of um, interaction there and then you know filtering and ads started happening and so we moved over to Instagram and got quite a good following there and now it's starting to get filtered and stuff too um, the thing I'll say that has helped me the most, and it may help other businesses, is our email and newsletter list. I know that's very old school, but if one day, you know, social media, you know, goes out or, you know, something happens, like, people still have an email. They still use that. Text message, text messaging marketing has helped us, too, and... Um, know people can can keep up with this and what we're doing every day I've been trying to get better at sharing you know behind the scenes and this is what we're up to or hey we're here at market today this is some things that we're looking at and um even just like our lifestyle content I'll post things that we're doing on the ranch one day or we had this new calf born today you know and they love that you know I forget that we're used to that that's our way of life so it's you know nothing really it's awesome but it's not like spectacular out of the ordinary but a lot of our following like they have no idea our way of life and you know so they they enjoy keeping up with that and so it's been really cool to develop like a deeper relationship and share more than just product. Mm -hmm. Yeah I
0: feel like so much of our I don't know if you say generation but our our population maybe is one generation removed from the farm or the ranch, yeah. you know? And so there's something that people, it's tugs at their heartstrings yeah. when they see that stuff too. Yeah. 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 What's been the best part of your business journey so far?
1: Well, I would say it's a two part thing, but of course, you know, just being able to be a family business and getting to be a wife and a mom first, you know, they they're a part of it too, just as much as I am. My husband is my biggest supporter. Um, you know, my girls have grown up in my shop and I just think it's cool. You know, it's, it's not just me behind the brand. It's, it's our whole family. So I love that part of it. And, um, also just the people that I've met, like the deep relationships and friendships I've, I've made, some friends that have become family to me and I would not have them in my life if it wasn't for Farm Girl and it just like it's almost you know scary or sad just to think about that like you know where would you know what would life be like without them so it's been really neat to to meet them and and have that um aspect of the store.
0: Yeah and you draw from I mean you're based out of Ada but Mm -hmm. you draw people from a long distance away.
1: Yeah um this I think it was Back in January, I had finally shipped to every state in the United States. Wow. And we've shipped to Canada and Australia, too. And that was, I felt like that was, like, a milestone for me. Like, that was really cool. I've shipped to every state now. And, um, I don't know, it's just, it's crazy to me. Like, of all places, ate Oklahoma, you know. But I feel like you can have a business anywhere you are. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And you even have people drive here from quite a distance yes, as well. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah. It's really neat. Last week uh, for our soft opening, we had a couple come from Texas and some from Arkansas. And I have some of my faithful online customers like the from the beginning, and they're already planning on making a trip, and they're way far off. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you. Like We don't really have much to do here just preparing you, but... They don't care. You know, they're just yeah. excited to, to come out and meet us, and I think that's so cool.
0: Yeah, and I love that you're creating a whole experience here yes. that you will have soon.
1: Yes, yeah, and most of that is just Nikki's vision. Obviously, we're on their ranch and their place here, um, but I'm really excited. She's going to open up. We call it the Creek Lodge. We have Bodart Creek just behind us running here, and uh, she's going to open that up for an Airbnb so people can come visit and stay and... Um, they can be right here on the ranch, and then there's a horse barn right next to the market that we plan to have long table suppers at, and um, Nikki's also wanting to do, you know, ranch tours and show them, you know, how the process is is start to finish with their beef. You know, it's a two-year process, and I think that's just really cool. People will have more than just shopping out here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Describe what people can expect when they walk through the doors of your shop.
1: Yeah, so when you... Uh, well, you're pulling up to the ranch. So a lot of people get confused. We have our signs on the road off of the highway, but they're like, where are we? You know, I don't think we're in the right place. But when you pull down past the barn, you'll see the market. We've got a sign up and you walk in and, um, it just looks like a rural boutique and general store, which is our tagline. Um, I had that changed when we rebranded because that's, essentially what I am but we've got um just kind of a western boutique but we also have home decor and gifts baby gifts um we even have men's items and accessories and um and then Nikki has her market which is we've got freezers full of beef um fresh produce fresh eggs um she's gonna have some coffee and spices and then we'll also be serving you know pastries and coffee and different things like that so Yeah, it's a little one-stop shop. We've got a patio area where you can sit outside by the creek and eat and um, have some music out there and, yeah, just come hang out with us.
0: A whole experience. Thanks, yep. What advice would you have for other small-town entrepreneurs?
1: (sighs) My advice would just be, you know, start small I know that's frustrating and it's hard and you really just want to you know boom and make it big but I've been in it seven years and I finally feel like I'm getting into the flow and with my branding and where I want to be and kind of the vision I've had that was planted a long time ago I feel like I'm finally getting to carry that out and um just start small you know just figure out what you want to do and start in one place and you know just go from there. And again, stay true to your style, stay true to who you are, because that's what people are buying.
0: Yeah. I know you have a love for small towns. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's special about your small town?
1: Oh, <laughs> there's a lot. Um, you know, it was for me, it was a little sad to move off Main Street. My heart has always been to support downtown and small businesses. And I just love, you know, the the old school general store feel we were in a centennial building um you can see a lot of the pictures I've posted on our Facebook from uh the 40s and you can see my store and I just think that's so cool um but I love that we still have you know a historic downtown um you know of course we're known for Blake Shelton yes from here um it is kind of a cowboy town um we've had uh, Ken Lance Rodeo around here, which was really neat. George Strait, Riva McIntyre, lots of country legends used to play out there. And um, that was a big attraction. And it just, Ada has a lot of rich, interesting history. If anyone ever wants to look it up, it's pretty, pretty neat.
0: All the more reason to come. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what excites you about the future of rural America?
1: I think especially after COVID last year, I mean, 2020, I feel like, was the hardest year for everybody I talked to. And it was really discouraging. But also, I felt like it opened people's eyes to supporting small, supporting rural, um, you know, where your food comes from. That's so important, you know. When the grocery stores were becoming empty, that was scary for a lot of people. You know, for us, we have our own beef. And we're semi-prepared for things like that. But a lot of people weren't. And so, I think it opened... Um, their eyes to the importance of supporting rural America, supporting small businesses, you know, those are the kind of people that are the backbone of America and um, I'm just excited because I've seen a shift, especially with us and our online business, I mean it was hard as far as our brick and mortar because we had to shut down, you know for a little bit and it was a struggle because people would not get out and didn't feel comfortable coming in but then on the other side, our online business boomed and so I think that um, there's just a huge shift coming where we're going to get back to those roots of small, and Mm -hmm. and I'm really excited for that. Mm
0: -hmm. Why is it important to take risks as a business owner?
1: I like the quote, um, and a friend shared it the other day on a podcast that she was on, but the no grit, no pearl, and you're going to have to take some risks to see reward, And it is scary. Um but I think too, if you put God in your business and, you know, put him first and you know, he's always in your corner, I think you're gonna succeed. You know, there's been areas in my store where I have failed and it was hard. And there were many times I was just like, What am I doing? you know, this is this is not gonna work. But I've also taken leaps and it's paid off, you know, tenfold. And so, um, you're just in a small business and anything you do not just in a boutique I mean there's you have to take risks so that's just part of owning your own your own store your own business my dad he had a body shop for 23 years um, my uncle owns an outdoor shop we're kind of a family of entrepreneurs and it's kind of bred into me <laughs> but um but you know we've all taken risks we've We've all had some losses, but we've also had some great success successes, too. So it just comes with it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like even if, it, if you classify something, oh, you feel like that failed, you can always learn something from Absolutely. it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. There's lots of lessons in anything you do.
0: Yeah. Well, what's next for you and Farm Girl and your other businesses?
1: Yeah. So our grand opening is in April you know, we're open right now. We've got people coming to the ranch to pick up beef and shopping our store for gifts and things like that. Um, but April's our grand opening and I feel like that's when we're finally going to just like really go for it. I'm really, I've been working on marketing and different projects and things that I want to do. And, um, we're, we're hoping to get some events started. We've got a really cool mother's day event coming up that we're, we're planning on and some father's day ideas. And we really want to keep drawing crowds out here on the weekends and um you know I'm, I'm working on home design I'm gonna start doing that with clients and designing homes um I won't be traveling as much but I will be doing like digital design for for some people and then hay season starts in May so I will be hooked up so I'll be doing that May to October Hayfield Mills. Hey. Yeah. I'd say your next few months are pretty full. Yeah. Yeah. There's really not a time where we're slow, which, which is good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How do we follow along with, Um, all your different ventures and keep up with everything going on
1: yeah you can follow the store it is at farm girl ada and then our website is farmgirlboutique.com and then my blog is farmgirlblogs.com and I have home design and hayfield mills linked there but I also have social media accounts for those as well and then my personal instagram is at the farm girl
0: Perfect. We will link to all that in yeah, the show notes. Awesome. Go check it out. Go check out Kinsey's new brand. Yeah, it's great. Yeah,
1: excited. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah. Well, I love how Kinsey made the bold move to shut down her business for a month to rebrand and reset. And her new brand and new location are both so amazing. Kenzie is offering a special discount for our, our listeners where you can take 10% off your farm girl orders through the end of the year when you use the code Revival. Thanks so much for that Kenzie. And in case you haven't heard yet, Rural Revival is launching a farm to table cookbook this fall just in time for gift giving and we want you to be a part of it. This cookbook will celebrate the long held tradition of supper on the farm and shine a light on the farmers, ranchers and local businesses who are preserving the farm to table tradition. I'll be taking your favorite recipes that you submit along with some of my own favorite recipes and putting them all together in this cookbook to create something special that we can all enjoy. Check out our website for more information or head to the show notes for a link where you can submit your recipes. Huge thanks to Kenzie for being on the podcast and thanks to you for tuning in. Have a great day, everybody.